Hello and welcome to the Spooky Chris podcast. That was my uh, rendition of a theme song for this episode since I am <clears throat> remote, as it were, uh, and, and just can't really <laughs> do the whole kind of magilla that I'm, I've been trying to do. So, <clears throat> jeepers, gosh, it's like I'm dying. I had the same problem with the last podcast, so I apologize. Um, so as, as I say, I, uh, am Chris Ringler, um, writer, uh, once in a while filmmaker, occasional scribbler, um, all around weird guy living in Flint, Michigan. Um, this is my podcast. <clears throat> so, Hey, hi, welcome. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. How you doing? <clears throat> I, uh, as I said, I am remote as well. I am here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, for the 2019 Stoker Con, so I figured it's end of day two. Well, for me, it's the end of day two. Let's let's just be be square there. It's gonna go a little later, but for me, it's the end of day two. So I figured I'd uh, kind of give you my thoughts. It's been, I mean, it's been a while since I did a show like this. Um, you know, I mentioned in the last uh, podcast that I had done. Um, World, well, I went to World Horror Con in 2005. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, World Horror Con is, is kind of a, a spiritual uh, predecessor to this in that it was a a, a big world, uh, you know, Horror Writers Association kind of uh, shindig um, that honored horror and horror authors and they would give awards and and you know a lot of the same things that are going on here went on there <clears throat> like there's today there was a mass signing there are classes there are um panels um we, you know, world horror actually had kind of like i i went and saw, watched mcgarris read short stories which just bore me to tears Super nice guy. It's bored me to tears, though. <clears throat> um, and uh, like I say, they had the mass signing and stuff, and they 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 uh, they did different you know things differently. Like, you know, when no go fig, it, it was a different show. But uh, like I remember, they did the gross out story contest, and that was that was interesting to say the least. Where you kind of would go up and, and memory serves you, you. They did it off the top of their head. Um, kind of making up a gross out story and that was it was pretty great um uh they didn't have like they have here they have you know rooms to do readings there it was just kind of one reading um that a bunch of us did readings at uh um so it's all the same but different um i'm not a fan of grand rapids um i have to be honest uh i just i'm not a not a big fan um i'm sure it's lovely i just am not a fan the hotel this place is in it's it's the grand uh the amway grand or something it's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous <clears throat> there's a reason i'm staying at a motel six and not there because it was whew, it was like a the discount rate was 150 a night and this yeah no no that's <laughs> like almost a hundred dollars more a night than i'm paying so no um but it's absolutely gorgeous i would love to see what the rooms look like because like i say and it's immense. Um, getting in there when I first arrived was, was I mean, just getting around Grand Rapids was a mess. But getting inside, you know, in there and finding the place was just crazy. Because again, it's just now that I've been wandering around there, I kind of know where we're at. Um, 
it's an immense place though and really gorgeous chandeliers and beautiful carpets and just like stunning stunning place um so it's interesting and it's interesting like hearing people talk um about how different it is than you know say like i guess they're you know they did one in vegas and uh, how different it is to that <clears throat> world horror had been at a big hotel um that i stayed at actually and it was it was nice but it wasn't i mean this is opulent like this is whew, gorgeous hotel um i mean and so far it's a nice show um you know uh, the guy that I've dealt with, a uh, gentleman named Brian Matthews, who's a writer, um, has been super, super great. It's been well run. Um, everything I've seen has been super smooth. <clears throat> you know, getting set up and in was was no problem. Um, the vending space, I mean, it's it's a dealer room, but I'm, I mean, I'm a vendor. I'm not a dealer. Um, gosh, I'm, maybe there's 15 vendors um very very kind of spotty foot traffic um and again that's i, mean, I don't know if that's anything here or there i think it's just i mean i knew going in um oh i i didn't didn't expect to sell a lot of books because it's an author's convention so you know you're kind of you're you're preaching to the choir as it were so i, I really hadn't have any ex expectations um i've been surprised and have sold some books um which has been kind of a great bonus to me um, more than anything, it's, I want to meet people <clears throat> and, and I have, and that's been fantastic. Um, you know, that's, that's always kind of the fun of doing these shows is the, the networking and meeting people. And, you know, I, I know some of the people that are, are vending. Um, so that's, that's been cool. Um, uh, yesterday, you know, like I went, I ain't really get, I haven't really gotten to see anything outside of the vending space. I, uh, went and saw the opening ceremonies and that was nice um it was just like a speech basically but it was nice it was it was kind of cool <clears throat> it's interesting um because you know, they had mentioned because josh malaman's one of the uh the main kind of guests of honor here um he's michigan born and he's kind of the the wunderkind at the moment um and, and, you, and you definitely see that um we, they did a mass signing today and i mean he had the, the longest line that i saw um like he basically for the hour and a half like there was people waiting in line for him the whole time so uh you know and good for him like he's he's young enough that like it's one of those things where it's it's you know he's, he's found some some fame and notice and isn't isn't an old guy um you know so it does happen once in a while which is cool um and the crowds have been great like everybody's been really friendly um like super nice uh not, not many anybody you know being jerks haven't met anybody kind of giving tood um it's been really really nice the cool thing about being at shows like this is that i mean because i've again i've been doing i've been doing shows like conventions and things since uh, 1994 and, you know, all of them are different. Um, everyone has a different feel. Like, art shows are a little different than comic conventions, are a little different than book shows, um, are a little different than punk rock shows, you know, kind of DIY shows. Um, so they all have their own personalities. You know, and writer shows are interesting. It's, it's interesting, you know, and, and you get it with art shows and everything, but, you know, <clears throat> lots of egos. Um, lots of posturing, um, lots of putting on airs, um, 
and it's funny because you know I I don't that's one of the things I just don't have I don't have towards my writing I don't have an ego um, and that's not a uh, that's not a humble brag I just don't um, um, be, because I, I I don't know I guess I'm one of those people who doesn't think that it's that special I think anybody can write I think it's just a matter of you know honing the the honing it into a skill you know a talent into a skill and uh, you know honing it from there so you excel at that skill um you know like <clears throat> anybody can work wood anyone can paint um it's just how much time and effort you want to put into it so i mean not you know it's one of those things I, I don't and i mean i've never had any you know real success per se so i mean maybe it'd be different if i was a successful author maybe i'd put on airs and be a jackass i'm not sure um but it's funny you know there's there was someone today who's they're up for an award um, I met a couple of award nominees. Um, well, I met one, and I guess I was, I was around the other one. And uh, they just came off very, it was funny, they they talked to another person that's a nominee, and it was a very standoffish kind of conversation on their side. Like, very... <sighs> and the person has been nominated before for awards, so maybe it's a, you know, kind of a, like, they just want to win, and they're tired of being not winning so it's just kind of it's you know and it's that that uh kind of gamesmanship i guess um you know the competition but it was interesting and they're just very awkward and again like at first blush i was put off by by how they had acted um and then i watched them a little later um you know and, and you know realized how many of us come from a background? I mean, writing is a solitary thing. How many of us wrote and got into writing because we were, you know, we felt screwed up and broken and like we needed an outlet. <clears throat> you know, we needed a way to to kind of purge the demons almost. And we, you know, I think when you do these shows, you kind of put on an armor of airs. Um, and I mean, I know for me, and like, it's funny because I'm, I'm to a point where I'm, I mean, I'm still real kind of fragile about the self-publishing thing, but I'm just so over it also. Um, it's nice that like, I've heard people talk about self-publishing and stuff and I was expecting, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be brutal and frank and, and I'm going to be me. And this, for this one podcast is, I think I've expected people to be shitty to one another and be kind of very shitty about self-publication. Um, a lot changed since 05, for sure. In the, the mentality of, of self-publishing versus um, the vanity press and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I have, you know, distinct opinions on all of that. Um, and I, as I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, and I, I think it's a bullshit attitude um, to throw shade at self-publication. Because again, um, if you're going to tell me poem, you know, putting your own poems out, putting your own records out, putting your own art out, <clears throat> all this stuff has some sort of dignity and grace, and self-publication is about jacking yourself off, then I'm going to tell you you're full of shit. Um, that's exactly what that is. Um, you know, the, mar- the market will will tell who the, the better, you know, talent is, or who has a better story to tell. Like, let's face it, there are some people who just aren't talented but have a good story to tell that's part of the market. Me, I don't sell a lot. Could be a, one of a million factors, but I mean the market just ain't interested. 
and that's cool because I sell, you know, once in a while, and I'm cool, you know, I'm cool with it. Like I know kind of where I'm at. <clears throat> but it's 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 been cool though, because I haven't heard people talking shit about it. Um, one of the, one of the people I met, this really lovely gentleman from Wales, who's a nominee. Um, and his is self-published, and that's fantastic. That's great to hear, because I mean that was one of the things like, I looked to get into getting, trying to get into the Horror Writers Association a long time ago, um, and they wanted, you know, these kind of, they have like all of these, these, you know, their rules and stuff to become a member. It's they want legitimate, um, like publications you've been in and this and that. And I mean, I have a few, <clears throat> but I mean, one, I don't think it's enough, and two, like I'm self-pub. I don't think they'd ever give a shit about me. <clears throat> so I came into the weekend kind of knowing I'm an outsider, and I'm I'm cool with that. Like that's not what it was about, you know. Um, and it's it's funny, like, like the reason I even found out about the show. So last year I went to uh, a reading, you know, um, of some of the the stuff from Paperbacks from Hell, and it was one of those weird occurrences. I went with a couple of friends, and you know, um, you know. That author was there. Kathy Koja was there. Um, Josh Mallerman was there. Uh, a friend of mine uh, that uh, edits for um, an online horror site. <clears throat> he was there, so it was like it was fascinating because all of these people, you know, there in one one spot. And uh, you know, I, I so here here's a story within a story. So. When I was a kid, I skipped lots of school. I had a whole lot going on. I skipped a lot of school. And my mom one time brought me back a book. I was like, you know, I was legit sick or something. And uh, she brought me a paperback when they had paperback racks. And she, you know, brought me a book home to read. And it was a paperback called The Cipher from a woman named Kathy Koja. No idea anything about anything. Read it and just absolutely adored it and just devoured it. Um, and, and fell in love with Kathy Koja's style. Um, and so she is, you know, one of the kind of parents of my writing. You know, it's, it's her, King Lovecraft, um, Barker, uh, Toni Morrison, Kathy Koja. <clears throat> you know, there's some others that are kind of circle around it, but those were kind of the foundational voices that really made me passionate about reading and writing. And storytelling. Um, so, you know, seeing that she was there, I had to go. And I, I mean, I, and I'm a nervous Nelly, and I don't like talking to people. I'm not great at it, which is funny that I do these conventions. So I had, to, I had to go and thank her basically. Um, you know, I wasn't didn't have any thought in my head like, oh, you know. She gonna be my buddy. It wasn't that at all. It was that I wanted to thank her for her inspiration to me. And I think that's important to be able to do that. Um, <clears throat> you know, we don't get a lot of chances to do that in our lives. And it's, it's, it's cool to be able to get that opportunity to thank someone for their influence. Um, so I introduced myself and, and thanked her for that. And uh, so she and I talked for a few minutes. And she had mentioned that this was happening in, you know, StokerCon was happening in Grand Rapids in 2019, and it just blew my wig back, because for years, I've, I've wished World Horror would come to Detroit. I mean, you know, I don't have any any falsehood in my head that it would ever come to someplace like Flint, because Flint's just too small. Um, and World Horror doesn't exist anymore. Stoker kind of took its place, and, and I, you know, next year it's going to be in the UK, so 
that it came to Michigan at all is pretty amazing. Um, so I had to be there, you know, I had to come and it was, you know, kind of a journey to get here. So it's, you know, like I say, it's, it's, it's neat to be able to be here and it's been great. Um, you know, like I say, no one's been shitty. Um, you know, the, the, there's a library event that was like yesterday and today and the librarians were that I met were very nice. Like everyone's been very cool. Like people have asked me about my books. No one's given me attitude. No one's been kind of crappy about anything. Um, which you would hope that would be a general thing. Um, I, I know it's not, but you would you would like to think that people would be positive. I mean, I've definitely there's some jackasses, you know, or jackassy people at this thing. Go fig. I mean, but there's a lot of people. I mean, there's definitely some egos, um, and some some kind of like you know people that believe they're in a different stratosphere than other people like me who are nobodies and you know hey good for them like i got no time for that so good for them like you know i'm I'm glad they're doing their thing today uh today they had uh an ice cream social which is really funny slash mass author signing so that was interesting like all the all the authors that are kind of there as you know guests of some sort um, or authors of, of note, um, had tables and we're doing free signings and stuff. And that was pretty amazing. I mean, it's just, it's, you never, you don't see that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, again, <clears throat> and again, like I'm trying to think of, cause these are all like, I don't know, Stephen King, like he's in Clyde Barker, they're like the, the higher tier. Like, so this is like mid-level, like writers who have but who you know you have to also mention them who have had influence on people who have like i mean robert r mccammon's here um and his swan song is a brilliant novel absolutely brilliant so there are some great voices and, and like again i i feel weird kind of slotting them but so so it's it's kind of like imagine um <clears throat> gosh i'm trying to think Aerosmith and Duckin and Poison and all of these huge bands doing signings at one place. Like, it's just, it's one of those weird things, like, you know, or actors or something. Like, it's just, it's, it's, you know, conventions is where you get that. But this is, you know, something different because they're all in one spot. It was all free. It was really cool. Like, it's, it's a neat, it's, it's neat that, that fans kind of can get that. And I mean, StokerCon's expensive. Like, it is hella expensive for the weekend. Um, I mean, they offer a ton of programming, like absolutely. So I'm not saying, you know, that's not throwing shade at what they offer, but it, I mean, it's 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 very expensive. It's like I think 265 is what I saw. And so it's definitely expensive, but this was free. So if you were just like, you know, in the hotel or wanted to come by, you could come and get an autograph for free. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> um, so I had gone over, you know. I've been lucky enough, you know, in these past few months to kind of correspond with Miss Koja back and forth and, and just kind of get to know her a little. And so she and I had talked yesterday, and I, I went to go and, talk, like, say hey, hello to her today. And uh, she got busy, so I, I disappeared and came back, and uh, I saw F. Paul Wilson, who uh, was the writer of The Keep. And I stopped, and I it's funny, I thought about this early, doing this earlier and I kind of, you know, internally laughed it off. So when I did World Horror Con, I, you know, I read a story. <clears throat> and I want to say it was a story called Rust. Um, and it, I mean, I still like the story, but it, I mean, it was definitely, it was, it was 05. So it was not the same writer I am today. Um, and I read it and stuff and did my thing. 
so later that day evening i was in uh the elevator and it turned out only one other person was in there and it was f paul wilson f paul wilson had been on the panel they had kind of a panel you know listening to stories it wasn't any i don't think there was any awards or something but whatever i can't remember maybe there was for best story there might have been there might have been an award for best story now i think about it i can't it's hard, hard to remember but you know unprovoked he said you know i'm you know, I, I liked your story. That's all he said. It wasn't anything earth-shattering, but it meant something to me. Even if it was bullshit, it meant something to me because it was an act of kindness to, a, to you know, a kid that was there. He had one book. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing there. Um, it meant something to me. And it still does. Because, um, again, it, it, we devalue acts of kindness and small acts of kindness. Um, it's funny that I've gotten great responses and reactions from people just saying hey how you doing how's your day going at this thing because we don't do that anymore um you know we're not we just we kind of keep to ourselves and look down and ignore one another so that meant something to me so i when i walked past <clears throat> i saw mr wilson standing by himself so i stopped and, and kind of you know hey it's like you know hello like how are you i'm good and he goes, and you're, it's not going to be anything to you, but, in, you know, in 2005, I read a story, and he's blah, blah, and I told him kind of thing, and he gave me a very, like, okay kind of a look, and I said, just, you know, I know you don't remember, but it, it was a small act of kindness, and it meant, it meant the world to me, so thank you. And I shook his hand, and I, you know, he said, oh, well, you're welcome, and I walked away. It's like, I'm not going to make him feel awkward if I can avoid it, or any more awkward. Like, I didn't need to do anything else, like but I felt like I wanted to do and had to do that because, again, we, we don't get a chance to uh, thank people for, for the kindnesses that they, they do. And we should because um, that means something. Um, but, yeah, like they did the big, this big signing, and that was pretty cool. Um, you know, everybody seemed to have a great time. Um, lots of people. It's great seeing that many authors. I always, I wondered, um, how, I wonder both, because yeah, I had to be an author or two or several, like who, what if you're the dude or the gal that's set up and you're like, yeah, free signing and no one fucking comes to your table. Like, <laughs> shit. I even signed two things. I, I, two things? I don't know. I signed something. So even I got signed something. So I don't know. It's just funny. May have signed the one thing, but still, like, you hope they didn't go through that. It's funny seeing lots of familiar faces of people I, I know on the facing book. Um, you know, I've met a lot of people digitally via the kind of bizarro group, people that I know online, um, which has been interesting. Um, you know, there's there's festivities tonight, and I think I'm piecing out on them. Um, which is kind of kind of a bummer, like that I'm not partaking in the whole experience, but I'm also just not up for it. Um, that's just me. Um, it's been fun though. Um, I'm not sure if it's a show for everybody because it's so writer centric, and there's so like I mean the the panels are just like I mean there's there's tons of panels and tons of room, lots of readings. Um, I get to do a reading tomorrow. Um, I'll read you know I'll do I'll read it for the podcast after I do it and I'll post it. Um, it's a story called Ball that I had to rework quite a bit to make sure I could fit into the 15 minutes. Christ help me if I fucking go over 15 minutes. I don't know what the fuck they'll do. Like, shoot me, let her stop me. It's like, and you're done. I don't know. So I'm going to have to fucking be real tight. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, so I, but all oh, the, the, like, there's tons of, like, you know, 
the occult and books and the cult, you know, haunted places. And this is like tons of cool, you know, panels with great writers on them discussing it. So, I mean, there's a, if you're into this, like, it's a great, great convention, but it's just one of those things. It's a niche thing. Um, two more days left. I mean, and by two more days, I have one more full, and then, you know, Sunday it ends at 12 is when the vending ends, and one is when the show ends. So it's one and a half days, basically. And then I get back to go get to go back to my regular life. Um, but these shows are neat like that, though. It's because it is this is so far from real life, um, and it, it is interesting because um, I've heard a few people like were kind of grumbling because some of the nominees aren't here, and they're like, "Oh, well, he couldn't get his day job off." And it's like that—that's a lesson I learned in world horror: is how many authors who are popular authors, who are read authors, who have publishers. Because that just blew my mind that they have a publisher and they have day jobs. Um, that's just the nature of the world. Um, that's that's people don't get rich writing. I mean, let's face it. So it's a cool show, though. We'll we'll see how the next couple of days go. I'm having fun. They they put on a nice show from 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 what I can tell. Like from my end, um, it's it's beautiful facility, wonderful show, some great people. Um, I don't know that I'd say that I've made any friends. Um, <clears throat> But uh, I've met a lot of cool people, um, given out a lot of cards, sold some books, which I did not expect. So you get no complaints from me. Um, it's just, it's it's nice, nice that it exists. It's funny, too, um, before I go, it's interesting. It's interesting, like, to meet all of these people and, you know, talk to them and stuff and see where, where they're from. And then I think of Flint. And how many talented people we have in Flint? How many authors we have in Flint? How many artists? How many poets? How many musicians? Like, talented people that deserve and have notice and have gotten notice. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know if Flint draws them or they were always there or what. Um, you know, it's kind of neat. It, it's, it, it's interesting. To be sure, but that's my little podcast for the day. Um, I hope you are well, friend, and I will do another update, either a last update of how I thought the whole show went when it's done, or I will just do a podcast um, where I read the story I'm reading tomorrow. Ball. Um, let's hope it goes well. <laughs> that could be a bummer <laughs> for sure. Uh, you take care, friend, and have a good night. Scary music, doo-doo.